Hello, dear friends. Here we are at Cardiac Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more immortal messages. Immortal messages that are delighting our hearts, empowering us to greater coherence and coherence to live a better life. Don't you think that when we do what we believe in, we live better? Right? And that's what the messages of these spirits come to tell us. Let us walk the talk. It's not easy, but we're not alone. You and I have each other. We have the good spirits who are supporting, guiding us, and the guide of all guides, the master of all master, Jesus Christ. And here we are today, Chico Xavier on the night of February 10th, 1955, received a beautiful message by a spiritist from the state of Minas Gerais in Belo Horizonte. Belo Horizonte is a city, the capital of the state of Minas Gerais, and it's a city like miles away from the city of Pedro Leopoldo, where Chico Xavier was born and where he received this message. Pasqual Comanducci was a renowned spiritist back then, very abnegated, says Arnaldo Rocha, and a devoted medium. He always worked on the good, and he discarnated a few years before coming to deliver this message through Chico Xavier. And he comes to deliver some instructions and warnings, as usual. Good friends always come back to tell us the news, to remind us, make sure that we are where we need to be. Are you ready for this? He's going to tell us many things we need to know. It's a long message, so not necessarily I'll read all to you because it's very long. But we'll talk about certain excerpts that we can't miss. He begins by saying, friends, may Jesus help us. See how he begins. In fact, we share in spiritism the joys of a party. We are like privileged guests in a feast of light. All clear, all sublime. However, let no one deceive you. We are not brought to the exaltation of gluttony. We're called to work. The earth is now, the earth of now is the earth of millennia. And we are in turn the same protagonists of the evolutionary drama. Remnants of animality and shadow. Ossuaries in the past, fields of struggle in the present. Luminous goal to be achieved in the distant future. We're souls transiting transiting in diverse clothes. Each individual is reborn on the planet, linked to the webs of the past. Problems of spiritual life are filtered in the cradle. I'm going to stop for a minute here because here in this first part of the message, we're dividing four parts. He says that cherishing spiritism is like going to a party. But we cannot indulge. What does he mean? When we come to only absorb, 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 
No. He says, we need to be fully aware why we're here. Why are we here? What do we need to do? And he tells us, if we look through the history of humanity, you and I are going to find that the people who made history this far were our own selves. We're the ones who reincarnated and we come here to readjust ourselves. And he's going to keep telling us that we're called to work. So that's the highlight number one. And what is to work? To be useful. Scale zero to 10. Let's do the first assessment of our night. Zero to 10. Are you being useful? But we're not talking about useful. Oh, yeah, I work. I clean the house. I help. No, no, no. We are talking about inner work. Being useful to the harmony. Because there are people who are very useful in the sense of they do the mechanical works, but deep inside they are putting trash in the world. How so? They cook with anger. They clean with frustration. They write an email with spite. They coordinate a business meeting with vanity. And I could keep going on and on and on. And we are talking about that inner work. It's when I can go to a business meeting and know I want to be useful here. How? By praying while I'm there. By thinking of the good. By believing in the good of everyone in this meeting. In our house. In our family circles. Everywhere we go. Problems of spiritual life are filtered in the cradle. And so in the flesh, we are surrounded by dark enigmas of fate. Reborn obsessions, congenital diseases, difficulties, inhibitions, ignorance, misery. In all the cares of the road, the service challenges. Christ in us, requesting our effort. Mental renewal, praying for the renewal of our existence. The gospel insisting on expressing itself, but most of all, we embrace fantasy. Do we embrace fantasy? We demand we are blind before the divine revelation. We sigh for comfort, for ease. We demand consolations, advantages, gifts, and favors. We plead for intercessions without merit. We ask for undeserved blessings. Do you? Do we? Our doctrine, however, is a temple for the heart, a school for the brain, a workshop for the arms. I think that's the highlight of everything. 
Spiritism is the temple for the heart, the school for the brain, and the workshop for the arms. Don't fool yourself, he says. It's not enough to preach. It's not worth escaping from the matters of elevation. Many have too much science, but science without goodness. And others bring goodness within, but goodness without instruction. In the work, however, which belongs to everyone, we must all exchange the values of the paternal aid so that spiritism achieves its goals. We need the courage to rise to learn. We need the courage to descend gracefully to teach. Charity to one another. Tireless understanding. Mutual help. In our homes of faith, we lament the distressing questions that arise. The extravagant request displaying moral sorrows domestic frustrations, imbalances of darkness, failures of material struggle, calamities of feelings, scurrilous petitions, and we proclaim with soreness that such subjects are not spiritist themes. Really, spiritist themes, they are not, matters they are not, but they are cases for the charity of spiritism and for us who have received the light. Problems that ask from us preventive spiritual medicine against the epidemic of obsession. I'll read the end of this message. So we talk about it, but mark it down. Preventive spiritual medicine against the epidemic of obsession. It is better to attend to the patient before the mortal crisis than to help the patient in the name of the good when the opportunity of healing had passed. Because of this, work for us is a constant challenge. Work that we should not transfer to fellows from the spiritual field, the spiritual life, sometimes more in need of light than ourselves. The service of moral support for our neighbor is one of our most precious opportunities of communion with Jesus, our Master, our Lord, because usually a good conversation extinguishes the fire of anguish. A simple understanding can help many lives. In the realm of understanding and friendship, a prayer, a phrase, a thought can do a lot. Whoever prays helps beyond the physical body. Through the power of prayer, humanity enters the range of love of the angels. But if in the name of spiritism, we relegate to the spiritual world any petition that appears, we are unconscious servants. Cheapening the sacred patrimony, transforming ourselves into instruments of the shadows, when it is only the light that we should worship and serve. I was also a medium. Drunk on the surprises of the exchange, dazzled 
I was not always awake to the right understanding. For that reason, I still suffer. The harassment of problems that I left insoluble in the hands of the companions who looked for me solicitous. Let us help the conscience that searches for us in the search for the Christ. Only Jesus is loving enough and wise enough to solve our enigmas. Thus, let us form small teams of goodwill in our temples of service, supporting each other, enlightening one another. Just as we worry about helping the children and the old, the hungry and the naked, let us not forget the disoriented brothers and sisters in their war of darkness, in the atones of their dark of darkness. In the name of spiritism, let us give alms to the heart and the brain. In the aid of the sick mind, because if it is great the charity that satisfies the requirement of the body, it is divine, the charity that helps the spirit in the fatigable pilgrim of eternal life. Pasqual Comanducci. He says, when he was incarnated, he was a medium. He was attracted by the exchange of mediumship, but he didn't need enough attention to the true aspect of it all. And he says here, when we need the service of moral support for people is one of our most precious opportunities of communion with Jesus. A good conversation extinguishes the fire of anguish. Friends, as a person, you and I know that there's nothing more precious than talking with someone to relieve the anguishes of the heart and receive renewing ideas. The fraternal assistance, the fraternal counseling, a friendly conversation guided by the divine wisdom. And as a psychologist and a neuroscientist, we know that there is enough evidence on the power of that good conversation that extinguishes the fire of anguish. He says, a simple understanding can help many lives. A phrase, a thought can do a lot. A prayer. So what is the exercise we are being asked to do in the next 24 hours? Because we kind of know of this, kind of. But we need to do practice. We could discuss this message for hours. But it wouldn't suffice. We need to exercise the muscles of our soul. In the next 24 hours, you and I are being asked to be available to someone, whether in your house, by phone, at work, in the neighborhood, a phrase on social media to release some information that can bring about relief 
consolation. This is our exercise in the next 24 hours. As he says, there is much science sometimes, but not enough goodness in the world. And sometimes there is much goodness, but no instruction. We are being asked to unite them both. We're being asked to exercise, as he says, work when we enter the spiritist understanding we're going to be challenged to be ever more useful, to serve, to work. And it's beyond words. It's about being present. He says about the illumination to the hearts and the minds of people who are suffering. Sometimes a message on our social media, a text to a loved one, is enough to hear that. I remember one day I was calling my mom and I was worried about a few things. And then I was anguished thinking about several things related to them during these times of the pandemic. And I talked to several family members until I finally got to talk to her. And I remember one phrase she said to me that I share with you. She said, don't worry. I've heard you. I'm taking good care here. Rest assured and be tranquil that everything's fine. Just by hearing those words, my heart felt more at peace. If we could just measure how powerful we are in consoling people with our voice, with our words. It's enough just to say, people, I love you. I thought of you. I care about you. You are important. We need you. For people to feel what they need to feel. Why refrain from doing this? There's no limit to love. We need to express that goodness, the good, more often. So let us all work as a team in the next 24 hours. He says here, it's a task force. He says, we're being invited to prevent an epidemic of obsession. When people surrender to the negative, you and I are being invited to this beauty, the beauty of feeling that we can be of help, counterbalancing the negative. It's when somebody calls you and says, did you see what's happening? And you say, I know, but you know, I know God is in charge of it. Don't you feel it? I know, sometimes we are humanly scared, but God is presiding everything. So let us believe in God. We don't worry much about this and that and the other. 
you just keep investing on the good. So tonight you're being invest, you're being invited to be investor of the good. That's the program, investor of the good. In the next 24 hours, we will be investing on the good with words, with prayers, with right written words, good feelings, good thoughts, good actions. How about if now we pray? Visualizing our beautiful earth. Where was it? It disappeared, my earth. I had one here. I want to pray with you. We want to pray together to feel our community, to feel that we are donating our own vitality to those who are in greater need than ourselves and good spirits will be helping us by taking this multiplying in healing baskets. Let me play here a song to help us out. Feel it. It's like the good entering, inviting us to be investors. Visualize. Like Pasqual Comanduchi says, it's a feast of light. We are like privileged guests in the feast of light, of spiritism. So you and I now visualize. Rays of healing light emanating from above. Healing baskets collecting our own vibrational donations. And we visualize these baskets being brought to refugee camps, bringing relief hope and consolation. Let us visualize these healing baskets being delivered to hospitals. Nurses, doctors, therapists, everyone receiving it with love. Dear Mother, Father God, We're in this feast of light as our dear Pasquale Comanducci refers to us. The bread of spiritism nourishing our souls for immortality. But we want to share this bread, feeling the joy of life. And expressing our gratitude for the preciousness of this reincarnation. We want to keep on living with you in the joy of sharing the good that feels so good we cannot keep it to ourselves. Thank you for uniting us and for using us 
to bring the good to others who are in greater need than ourselves. And we breathe in and out, feeling your loving kindness and rejoice for the gift of mediumship, for the gift of good mediums like Chico Xavier. And for having Jesus Christ as our master, guide, and model in the good news of joy, peace, and love. Please help us disseminate these teachings today and always. And so be it. I know it feels so good, right? It feels great. So let us not forget we're called to work, he says. Pasquale Kalmanducci comes through Chico Xavier to say that spiritism is a temple for the heart, a school for the brain, workshop for the arms. And we need to balance science with the good with instruction, the good with instruction. And share the charity of spiritism, he says. Using this preventive spiritual medicine against the epidemic of obsession. No matter the challenge, the service of moral support for our neighbor is one of our most precious opportunities of communion with Jesus, our Master and Lord. A good conversation extinguishes the fire of anguish. Let us then give alms to the heart and the brain, aiding the sick minds and bringing the charity that not only comforts the body, but the one that helps the spirit. The indefatigable pilgrim of the eternal life. We hope to see you tomorrow here at Cardiac Radio in one more immortal message where we are always nourishing our souls. Thank you, friends. A big hug to you. And until tomorrow, God willing.